So let's let's start Genesis chapter one. We're going to do two verses. And, and there's a lot to cover in two verses, so we're not going to cover it all. Um, but Genesis chapter one, right at the beginning, you're all very familiar with this uh, great and incredible start to our uh, Lord's words. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. So God creates heaven and earth in the beginning. right? In the beginning, God created. And In fact, indeed, when we start the Bible, it actually, if you're reading it in Hebrew, the emphasis is on God's name. God, in the beginning, created. And the, the emphasis, this book is about God. The whole thing, the whole story is about who He is and what He, what he accomplishes, His glory, His name, His power, all displayed out in front of us. God in the beginning creates. And from the outset, He creates. The Bible starts with God. God created. This word created is beautiful. It's an artistic term. It literally means to sculpt. To, to build and sculpt something, to make something. So we've got three, uh, three definitions that we can kind of climb on here. We've got sculpt, cultivate, and cause to exist. Those are three definitions. And unlike most words where you have one definition that stands out that you get stuck with and you say, this is the only definition, this particular word, all three of them can be in play at the same time. This is one of those unique words that allows you to uh, feel all three definitions in depth because they don't contradict, they're beautiful and they complement each other. So the first one being sculpt, God sculpts or builds up something here. God pulls out life from the stone. And this is the beauty of what Michelangelo uh, in the Renaissance recognized when he said that all he was doing was removing the stone that covered God's sculpture. You understand, Michelangelo's big thing was sculpting. In fact, fun fact for you, uh, Michelangelo and Leonardo meet twice in life. Both times, they get so angry at each other that they agree never to meet again. M Michelangelo was all about sculpture, thought sculpture was incredible. Leonardo was all about painting, thought painting was, was incredible. Leonardo is famous for sculpting. Michelangelo is famous... For painting, right? God has a sense of humor in the way things work out. These, these two met, and Michelangelo talked about the beauty and value of sculpture, and he uh, talked about how you could remove the stone that covered what God had already made. And indeed, this is the same, he used the same idea to talk about the picture of sin being removed from us and exposing who we really are. Exposing who we really are before the before the God of glory, the glory of God exposing our glory and showing us who we are and not only that, but who He has created us to be. As sin is removed, we see more and more the glory of the image of God played out in our lives and how beautiful that is. And so, so sculpting. So I want you to get that in mind, that God, when He creates, is sculpting. He's building something. He's, he's making something. Second, He's cultivating it. It's the idea of cultivating. It's the idea that not only does he create something, but he walks with it. And he actually helps it to grow. I'm not a gardener. I kill plants. 
but my wife is, and she handles things great. And so when she, uh, when she has a plant, she's tender with it. She takes care of it. She puts it in the right place for sun. I just dig the hole. She says, she says, I want this over here. I go, right. How deep does the hole need to be? And she tells me, I dig the hole. I stick the plant in. I move the dirt. That's all I do. But she will go out, she'll tend it, she'll make sure it's standing up straight. She'll say things to me that don't make sense, like how are we gonna make this tree stand up straighter? That's a tree, I don't know how you make a tree stand up. And then she'll tell me what to do, and I'll go, yes ma'am. And then I'll do it, right? Because that's my job. So she is a cultivator and a grower, and she grows things, and so, but it's, a, it's an issue of tending, right? God, when he creates here, we're getting a, a foreshadowing of what God's going to do in this word. With this word, the Bible is giving you a foreshadowing that God is going to grow this. He's going to cultivate it. So when God creates, it's not simply he puts it on earth and walks away. The watchmaker theory was bizarre and makes no sense according to scripture. No, God walks into creation and engages with it. Now just ponder that for a minute. The creator of all things who is before time, an oxymoron statement, before time. You can't have before time. It in and of itself doesn't make sense. God, the creator of all things, who is before time, I don't know how you want to put it, beyond time, outside of time, over time, whatever. He's, he, he doesn't make sense in our rational minds where we're trying to figure out how it works. And Instead, he is before time began, this God who is before time decides he's going to engage us in time. Going to engage us in time. And not only engage us in time, but intimately, personally walk with us. He's going to sculpt and then he's going to walk into that creation and, and cultivate it. And he walks in the garden with Adam and Eve and he, he walks Adam and Eve through the fall and he walks Cain and Abel through the murder and he walks Noah through the difficulties and, and, and the, the, pro, the prophesying for you know, 100 years to the people around him. He walks all of his people through life engaging in them. This God is so great that he does that. Understand he doesn't have to. There is no obligation on him to stay with you. Yet he does. From the outset of the Bible, we have this idea that God is going to cultivate creation. He's going to start the work and he's going to keep going. He's going to be faithful and just to complete the work that he begins. He is constant and faithful. And why? It's not because he's obligated. It's because he wants to be. It's because he wants to be. 